Hello and welcome to Connected episode 483 and Happy New Year. It is made possible by our sponsors, FitBod, NetSuite, and ExpressVPN. My name is Stephen Hackett and I have the pleasure of being joined by Mr. Mike Hurley. Well, hello there. Hello. Just the two of us today. It is. So we're not we're not Annie's today. No Annie's today because we are absent Federico. Annie's next week. Did you think it was this week? Tell the truth. Oh, 100% I did. Wait, isn't that, wait, I've gotten the names mixed up. This is not the Annie's. It's annual Ricky's. Ricky's? No, it's the Annie's. What, are we, what is it called? It's the Annie's. No, Annie's is what we just did. It's the year the, in review, right? Is it? Yeah, I think tw- annual picks, annual Ricky's. Okay. We're not doing the Rickies, but yes, I prepared for the Rickies. I've done all of it. I've done all of my picks because I thought it was this week. I forgot. I even got my Risky approved and everything. So like, I'm I'm done. So I'm just ready and waiting for next week. That's when I knew you were off by a week. Because you're like, what do you think about this Risky? I was like, well, he's on top of it. Oh, no, he thinks it's in two days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. I forgot the planning. I forgot how we were planning this one out, but. We will be doing it next week. Yeah, New Year's takes a little bit longer in Italy, is what we're saying. Yeah, this it hasn't hit them yet. It'll be New Year in like two more days. Little known fact. Due to the curvature of the Earth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's start the New Year with some old stuff and talk about follow-up. <laughs> Art wrote in, one last submerged AirPod story. This will sound wild, but I swear it's true. I was doing some painting when I had my right AirPod Pro drop into a gallon of paint. I immediately wrote it off and even ordered the overpriced single AirPod to replace it. That's a sad story. About Mm -hmm. a week later, when I hit the bottom of the paint can, the old AirPod emerged. I carefully wiped it off and it still works. I'm convinced that the high viscosity of the paint kept it from intruding too much. Science is good. I don't believe this story is true. You think it's made up? I'm just going to tell you this right now. I don't believe that this story is true. I'm not saying that this person lied, but I also don't think they're telling the truth. This doesn't seem possible to me. It's got to be wrecked, right? How could it not be wrecked? I don't understand. How could it live inside of a a, a tin of paint for a week and not, not die? It seems like it would be dead. Like, I, I don't understand how that could happen. I don't know. Maybe there needs to be somebody smarter than me who can explain why this is the case. But, like, this just feels like there is... It, it doesn't make any sense to me that this Apple could continue to survive. Hmm. Well, it seems like it did. Um, I don't know if there's any way Art can prove this, but if you can, let us know. Mm-hmm. Big news, Mike. No. Tim Cook will be at Relay 10. No, I've consulted our legal team. You cannot say that. That is not something that you legally are allowed to say. Where did this image come from then? <laughs> I don't know, but it's. I don't know if it's a real photo. It could be a real photo, but it's got nothing to do. Can you explain this? This was this was weeks ago now. Yes, that so this came up. We talked about that picture of Tim Cook standing in front of the Vision Pro that was very clearly photoshopped with his arms crossed. Mm-hmm. And uh, we said, yeah, you could just put him in front of anything. And then listener Taylor sent this image in, which is in the show notes and in the Discord, of Tim Cook standing in the theater where we're doing the 10th anniversary show in July. 
He's there. He's waiting for us. <laughs> that would be. Can you imagine? Be if we landed Tim. It'd be a big he get. Just, he was just on one of the the fortunate family teams. Oh, so he's like not even. So he's he's not even like uh, in the audience, but he's also not even like being interviewed. He's just one of. He's just on the team. Just on the team. I will say, if Tim showed up and was just in the audience, I would be kind of perturbed by that. What if he was in the audience and we saw him, but we like didn't do a shout out or anything? That would throw me off. Just like. He was like, nod a little bit like, hey, man. I would be thrown off if I looked out and saw him in the crowd. The crowd. That would throw me off. It seems you know? like Eddie Q maybe would be more exciting to have in the audience because he might throw something at us. He seems, you know, you see pictures of him at the side sidelines of basketball games. He gets fired up. Maybe like someone would answer a question wrong and like he would just like mm. lose it. Maybe. Just lose it. Storm the stage. Could could be. I don't think we're going to have any Apple executives on stage. No, I, we're not going to. There's no. a, you're, 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 I don't know why you keep couching this. It's not going to happen. We know what the show is. I don't want them there. <laughs> it's not for them. It's for us. You know? Like, we're doing an event celebrating us, and then Tim Cook shows up, and then everyone's just talking about Tim Cook. I want them talking about me and you. You know, that's true. Yeah, the Mac Rumors article would be like at some podcast thing. Exactly, exactly. It's like get out of here, get out of here. You know, we don't, (laughs) we don't want you. Go away. (laughs) Yeah, go back to your stocks. Go back to do something else. Go back to the gym. Get out of here. Jeez. Wes wrote in looking for consumer advice. We're definitely the podcast for you. We're pretty good at it, I think. I think so. We're the show for you, Wes. Wes wrote in, I've been a listener of Connected and MPU for going on six years. Thanks, Wes. I'm an educator, writer, and minister going on sabbatical in January. I need a space away from the rest of my family. So inspired by Mega Studio and the pod cabin, my father-in-law and I are building a writing shed in the backyard. What okay. Mac would you recommend I put in my cabin? I have a work-issued M1 MacBook Pro, but I want a dedicated computer for the space. My main goal is to conserve space, write, and research in the cabin. What do you think? A Mac Mini? But then you need a display. But it's a dedicated computer, right? So it's not going to move. My thought was a MacBook Air. Because it's like super little. You can just stick it in a drawer if you're doing something on the desk that you don't want the computer for. And then you have a MacBook Air at the end of it, which is a cool computer. I know you're a big desktop user. You know, you're trying to, you'd have this guy buy a Mac Pro probably, but you got you to gotta embrace the laptop lifestyle like no, the rest I of think us. No, I think a Mac Mini is the answer. Because like you can put together a cheaper set. A Mac I Mini think. plus a studio display? I didn't, who said, stu- you said studio display. I said display. Oh, so you're going to get him to buy some janky thing off Amazon. I don't have a studio display. The machine that I'm talking to you about, I have an LG display and then also some Dell display. Like, it's very doable. And janky. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, to be fair, you have had and owned and used all of the displays, so you would know. That's true. Uh, I think Mac Mini and a display and then some keyboard and mouse would, would, would be great. Because, okay. like... If you're a writer, right, you shouldn't be using a laptop keyboard. You've got to use something with some panache to it, right? You've got to, like, 
get get some mechanical keyboard all up in there. You can feel the keys doing their thing as you're writing. And I also feel like if you want it to be dedicated and you want to write in that space, laptop is not good because you'll be tempted to take it out. And I think you want like a, a machine and you buy a display once and you have the display for like 10 years and you could replace the Mac Mini if you want a few times. I'm definitely in the, the, des- the, the desktop life now, uh, even with my laptop. So that's what I think. If this is a dedicated space and you already have a laptop, get a Mac Mini. Steven says get a MacBook Air. Get a MacBook Air. If only Federico was here. He would say get an iPad. Or you Surface. And don't, you don't want to do that. No. <laughs> those those you, things are dead. You can't do a real sabbatical with an iPad, as they say. You can't. Not everyone knows the one thing you can't do on an iPad is write. So. <laughs> I will say, I, uh, I was working on an article uh, for something, a long-form piece of writing what long form for me who like are you a couple of hundred words i know can you imagine i was working on something when i was away and i didn't have my laptop and i had my ipad mini writing on the ipad mini screen like the keyboard i hated it so much <laughs> it was so bad it was a terrible time by everyone this is where i admit that wes's feedback is several weeks old wes may have already bought a computer and i hope that wes made the right decision and bought a, a mac mini and hope the writing shed goes well. It's very exciting. Uh, yeah, let us know. Wes, let us know who won. Yeah. Wes bought a Mac Studio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, thus concludes follow-up. Congratulations. We, we've done it. The first follow-up of the new year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This episode of Connected is brought to you by FitBod. When you want to change your fitness level, it can be hard to know where to start. That's why I'm pleased to let you know that FitBot is an easy and affordable way to build a fitness plan that's just for you. Everyone's fitness path is different, which is why FitBot uses data to make sure they customize things exactly to suit you. Adapting as you improve so each workout will be challenging, pushing you to make the progress you want. Superior results are achieved when a workout program is tailored to your unique body, experience, environment, and goals, which are all stored in your FitBot gym profile. FitBot tracks your muscle recovery so you can avoid burnout and keep up your momentum. And it builds your best possible workout by combining AI and exercise science. They've analyzed billions of data points that have been fine-tuned by certified personal trainers. And you can make sure you're learning new movements the right way thanks to more than a thousand demonstration videos. Muscles improve when working in concert with the entire muscular system, So overworking some muscles while underworking others can negatively impact results. That's why FitBot tracks muscle fatigue and recovery to design a well-balanced workout routine, which also means you're never going to get bored as the app mixes up your workouts with new exercises, rep schemes, supersets, and circuits. And the FitBot app is really easy to use. You can stay informed with progress tracking charts, weekly reports, and sharing cards, which lets you keep track of your achievements and personal best and then share them with your friends and family. And it also integrates with your Apple Watch, Wear OS smartwatches, and apps like Strava, Fitbit, and Apple Health. I really do like FitBot. I love that it tells you and shows you how to do these movements with all these videos, because it can be a bit intimidating to try something new. You don't want to get it wrong. You don't want to do something that put yourself at risk. And having that information in the app makes me feel much more confident. And I can see it adapting and changing over time. 
Personalized training of this quality can be expensive, but FitBod is just $12.99 a month or $79.99 a year. But you can get 25% off your membership by signing up at fitbod.me slash connected. So go now and get your customized fitness plan at fitbod.me slash connected for 25% off your membership. Once again, fitbod.me slash connected. Our thanks to FitBod for their support of the show and Relay FM. So Wes's question uh, made me think about workspaces, and I wondered if you had anything that you wanted to do differently in the pod cabin in 2024. I'd like to expand it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, here we go. I want to put a new level on the top. That's We're right. going up, baby. The other going, way is up. Uh, actually, I was thinking about you going down. such a huge staircase to go up. Oh, yeah. The ceiling's so high. It is. You would lose half of the floor plan to just put the staircase <laughs> It's spiraling around, you know? Well, use the staircase to go up. Use the fire pole to come down, obviously. Yeah, baby. Let's go. No, I mean, so this marks my third year in the expanded office, the beginning of the third year. And I really don't have any major plans for changes. I feel like overall the the, the bones of it are good. There are a couple of workspace-related projects I'd like to get done this year. Uh, one of them being inventory, the collection for realsies this time. Uh, <laughs> this has been on my mm. list for a couple of years, but yeah. I really need to get it done uh, so that may hopefully that will happen. But also I have uh, I being Relay FM has accumulated quite a bit of equipment over the last 10 years, not all of which we use anymore. And so I also have uh, a task for them work on it in the spring, kind of going through our equipment and making sure our inventory is correct, but also like seeing what we need to keep, seeing if we can clean house a, a little bit. Because uh, we have, we got a bunch of stuff that we use in different stages of like our live show production that I've just kept that we don't actually need anymore. And uh, I feel like I could get some space back with some spring cleaning. A lot of microphones. A lot of microphones. There's a whole drawer of them over there. Mm, probably don't need all of them. What about you? Yeah, I I mean, I've been in Mega Studio for for three years now and I mostly have not changed it at all. Like it's kind of been the original layout. Um, and I want to make some changes uh, to my recording desk uh, this year. So as it stands right now, um, I am facing the wall and I have behind me these like panels. If anyone's ever seen a clip from the upgrade, uh, we do like the web, the video clips, web clips. What am I? What am I talking about? We like the video clips. You sound right? so um, old. Yeah, we do we special webisodes. Uh, oh, now. yeah, yeah, we're doing those. And uh, I, I want to make this desk better for video. And so I want to flip my desk around so behind me is the wall. But I want to put some like uh, bookshelves, or, like some shelving behind yeah. me to put stuff on. So it's like aesthetically pleasing do you want me to build a calyx for you when i come in july absolutely not no i'll make I sure buying... it's, i'll make sure it's screwed into the wall so it doesn't fall over not gonna bother screwing it into the wall what's the point <sighs> yeah, yeah. uh 
I'm going to get some. I, I found like these Ikea shelves that I like the look of that aren't Kellogg's. And I was looking at the ones you had, but then I found some different ones that I liked. They just look pleasing. Uh, and I'm probably going to put my keyboards and stuff like that Ooh, behind yeah. me so it will yeah. look good, right? As a, as a visual. It also gives me somewhere to put all my keyboards. Are you going to gonna do some lighting so you can like light them and they look really cool in the background? I hadn't thought about that, but that's probably a good thing to do. I could I could get some of that, like uh, those like light strips or whatever. I'm, I might do that, actually. That'd be sweet. I'm going to write that down. Let me write that down. Okay. And I'll put it. Do you have a notebook or something to use for that? I have the sidekick notepad right in front of me, but I I do uh, use Notion. I'm using Notion to plan this out. That's the way I do uh, things these days. Yeah. Light strips. I'm going to write that down. Or shelves. And uh, I'm going to. I need to. I know I'm going to have to redo the way the desk is arranged, but I don't know what that's going to look like yet because I have like the two monitors and stuff, and I think I'm going to need to redo that. Um, this uh, this is uh, the original Stephen Face desk. Uh, yes, that, that I'll still be using, and I'm thinking about for video getting a refurb iPhone to use as a camera instead um, because webcams suck. Mm-hmm is what I've found out. Using a proper camera, you know, like an actual camera camera as a webcam would look good, but I also want to be able to use this setup to do like other video stuff like Instagram Reels and stuff like that. Um, so using an iPhone for that is perfect because I can very easily do portrait content and then share the video right from the iPhone itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I'll be able to set it up so I can have like dual purpose with it because I'm finding myself doing more of that, wanting to do more of that and needing to do more uh, for various projects. And so I think it will be really cool for that. Um, so I have to, and then I'm going to have to see how that kind of the spacing of all of this would affect the rest of the studio. Like I might have to move some other things around because I don't yet know like how much space I'm going to need between the desk and the wall really to make that comfortable. Um, so I might have to do some more moving around once I've gotten this set. So like priority number one is getting everything ready for the studio, like for the recording area. And this is one of those things where it's like, once I start this project, it has to be completed quickly because I will be breaking down my recording right area. Yeah. You got to have everything like staged and ready to go. Yes. And like maybe do it in like two or three days and it's got to be done. Right. So like this is one of those things where I'm like, I'm, I'm taking time to try and properly plan it all out before I make any moves of it. Um, and then once I've gotten that all set and any knock on effects have been had, I want to get like a new desk slash table in the studio that can just be for design stuff. Because like at the moment, I don't really have a space for that. And it's something where I can occupy a, a lot of physical space very quickly if I've like got lots of sheets of paper, books, and stuff like that. I also want to be away from computers uh, when I do this. And so having like my different inspiration stuff and all my drawing tools and da-da-da, like all in one space, I really like the idea of that. Just having this one desk, which is that's what this desk is for. That kind of how I, um, kind of your like overhead desk, mm-hmm. you know, like that it's, it. I know its purpose changed a lot over time, but like it has always been like a, this is a single purpose thing. Right. And I want to have one of those, but where that's going to go, I don't know yet until I've like done the most important thing, which is rearranging 
this desk and kind of getting it better for video. So uh, that's that's kind of a a big project that I've got that I'm trying to work through right now. But I'm starting. It's the pieces are starting to fall into place. Do you have a code name for this project? Uh, I don't think I do. No. Should the problem we work on one? We can. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think. The problem with with code names to me right now is uh, my new assistant sees all of these projects and I want them to make sense to her. Well, you just you just need a database in Notion mapping the, the code project names, names. To, the, to the real ones. Uh, my immediate thought was Project Hollywood because it's all about video. I'm in. I'm in. Project Hollywood? You've done it. Yeah, I don't think you could come up with something better than that. There we go. I've, it's in Notion now. Project Hollywood. Perfect. You're a genius. Thank you. I love it. Project Hollywood, baby. Project Hollywood. <laughs> We're going Hollywood. Let's go. So like the 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 stuff that I want to do, like I, I want to make some, and I want to like dabble with real stuff, but like just me talking to the camera. But really, I need it for Cortex brand stuff. Like Carrie's like, make this real and I have to go make it. Uh, <laughs> and I would like, I know, I would like to have... One, I would like to just have a place where I can just very easily make that content without having to think too much for it. And also, I would like to maybe get one of those, um, uh, what are they, Tell, uh, prompters or something. Yeah. Because I usually need to say a bunch of stuff, right? And it's just easier if I just had a prompter and I could read it. Um, I, I saw that David got the prompter, the Elgato prompter, and he seemed yeah. to, to dig it. So I might I might do that. I've got one here in a box. I haven't I haven't said it. Oh, yet. I'll be keen to know what you think of that. But I thought that that would be a very easy way to be able to produce content and like do what needs to be done with it. You know, mm-hmm. like achieve what I'm supposed to. So we'll see. I, I might do that. That's that's like a let me get everything else set first, and then maybe I'll look at doing something like that. I I don't even know how well that works with an iPhone, if at all. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I need to, I need to play with it. I get the impression that you can kind of make it work of everything, but I don't know. It comes with a bunch of like attachment things, kind of like mm-hmm. the Vision Pro is going to come with all the was it the light shields. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like you could adapt it to almost anything, but I, I plan on getting to mine, opening mine pretty soon. I just haven't gotten a chance to to get to it. What yet. do you have it for? Uh. Cause I like to do some more video stuff too. And even mm. just doing like our, um, you know, we do a bunch of like St. Jude meetings and stuff. I'd like to just kind of up my game with, uh, some professionalism. Wait, so why would you, so you can, the Elgato one, you, you, the Mac sees it as an external screen. So you can like put the zoom call on it or uh-huh. put your document on it or whatever. Uh-huh. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if it sticks or not. I may end up shipping you mine. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. It does say it works with a phone, but it might need, the phone might need to be in a certain like configuration, but they do say that you can use a phone with it. So, but I don't know if you can do it portrait or landscape or whatever, but with enough uh, gaff the, tape, anything will work with it. Do you know what? That's a really good point. That's a really good point. So, what, what would you, would you plan to put like a proper camera behind it then? Like f- for you? I currently have a Sony, uh, what is it, the oh, VZ1 yeah. or ZV1? You always look really good on our video calls. Yeah. I currently have one of those hooked up on a little, on a little mount over my laptop. I have a Logitech Brio and I hate it. <laughs> Let's talk about slightly larger iPhones. 
see if we can break the Elgato. <laughs> That's right. Already. That's right. <laughs> this, uh, this story on Mac Rumors caught my eye uh, looking at possible changes to the... Uh, you keep adding things to the links. I'm very confused. That used to be my job. Now is it suddenly your Absolutely job? Absolutely. Was this never your job? I have been adding the links to, to connect CMS. Yes. How many weeks did we take off? You Have you forgotten that this I was what I do for our show? Maybe. I did. Uh, I do, on a regular basis, accidentally add things to the wrong show all the time. So like oh, I'm I do doing that all the time. MPU and I add a link to connect it or to something else. It's bad. But I have managed the adding of the links to the CMS for the entire run of this podcast. That has always been <laughs> okay. my job. Okay. Well, I'm just going to close that tab then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You've gotten very confused slightly, in the last two weeks. Slightly larger iPhones. I can't believe that you just... That's very strange to me that you're just like, oh, I do this. <laughs> what is it's that meme, right? This is mine. <laughs> you take it. I yeah, made this. That's right. <laughs> that's you. Take my. Do you do it for MPU? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that must be where you're getting confused. And I've recorded like three MPUs since I did the last connected, so maybe I'm just in that. Yeah, mode. you're in an MPU fever dream. Always. So the iPhone 15 Pro has a 6.1 inch display, and the iPhone 15 Pro Max, the world's best iPhone, is at 6.7. Yeah. And according to multiple sources cited by this Mac Rumors article. The uh, 16 Pro will go to 6.3 inches, so up 0.2 inches diagonal. And, mm-hmm. and the same for the Pro Max. It'll go from 6.7 to 6.9. That's 170 to 174 millimeters for our metric friends. So the, the Pro phones, according to this, will get a little bit bigger. But the regular iPhone 16 and iPhone 16 Plus would retain the old sizes. 6.1 and 6.7. So if you went to a store, if you lined them up by size, you would have the iPhone 16 at 6.1 inches, the iPhone 16 Pro at 6.3, the iPhone 16, 16 Pro, 16 Plus at plus. 6.7. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And the, yeah. iPhone 6, and the iPhone 16 Pro Max at 6.9. That tracks to me. I think that kind of makes sense. They will get bigger from, so it will be consistent, right? That like the plus will be bigger than the pro, the max will be bigger than the plus. <laughs> Wait, right? I need to draw that out. The yeah, so you've got <laughs> I regular iPhone is the smallest. Yes, pro is a bit bigger. Plus is a bit bigger. Max is the biggest. Yes, pro max is the big. Yeah, I don't think I like the idea of the pro max getting bigger. Like I. I don't know how I feel about the phone, the physical size of the phone getting larger, mm-hmm. even though it's only a little bit. But like the, the screen getting bigger is fine. But the fact that the phone will actually get bigger, I don't know. It's only by a few millimeters though. So maybe you won't notice it. But that's an, yeah, I don't really know why they're doing this, to be honest. Like it just doesn't, I don't understand the point of this. Uh, the article does say that maybe this would allow for more like internal changes maybe they could put more battery in there or whatever which would be nice i suppose but like this is a to me a curious decision to mm-hmm. to make phones bigger yeah now and i I, I will say at 6.9 inches the iphone 16 pro max would be almost twice the screen size as the original iphone <laughs> like that original 3.5 inch design cuz we'd be getting close to 7 inches 
Can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Is that how it works? Is it actually two times the size, or is there like something weird about math when you, uh, if it's going? Well, because it measures diagonal, I think it's twice the size, twice the area. Maybe twice a mathematician can weigh in at Discord and save me. Mm. But I think it would be be twice as big. I can okay. go get an original iPhone if you give me a second. And I can just lay it over my 15 Pro Max and see. I don't think it was going to give you what you need, but you can go and you should go do that because you have the ability to do that. Like, why would you not do that? You're just sitting on this like treasure trove of stuff. This thing feels like a toy. Zach says different aspect ratios measure differently. Mm. I guess that makes sense. Let's look, this is very scientific. Yeah, yeah. Please let me know what you think about. I mean, it's a lot bigger. (laughs) Oh, I have no doubt that it's a lot bigger. Like, (laughs) no one was arguing that that it was going to feel normal in any way. Let me uh, let me. I'll just take a picture and have it in the show notes. Okay, so on the on the 15 Pro Max, the -hmm. whole iPhone fits beneath the the camera bump. Wow, that's small. Take a picture here. It's not a great picture because I'm taking it on an iPad. Well, no, I'm not. Hang on, I have an iPhone 12. Let me do it on that. Mm-hmm. A little bit better. I I wonder with Apple doing this, like, is it just another way to separate the regular line and the pro line? Like, like you said, does it give them the opportunity to have have more features and more battery life? Is it just I just don't. I don't know why they would do it if they don't do it across the line. That's the part that's more interesting to me is that it would only be in the pro line. Hmm. Yeah. This is one of those things where, like, this is a piece of information that may or may not be accurate, but it's like it, it out of context doesn't make any sense, right? Like, it's just like there's no way of us knowing why they would do this. Uh, it may literally just be what you said earlier of like it makes the lineup look better and that maybe they think they can get more pro phone sales doing this or there might be some technological reason of a thing that they're adding and if they make the phone a little bit bigger, it helps. Like, it's just, this is a piece of information that like in a vacuum, we probably can't do much with right now other than just ponder it. Mm-hmm. But you're worried about it getting too big? <sighs> My worry is that it's going to get too big for no reason. You know, I I like the size of the phone as it is right now, and I like that they made it lighter. And if they make it bigger, are we going to start undoing that? You know, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, the this article does have weights as well, and it's about additional. It's about an additional four grams, so it it still wouldn't be where the stainless steel phones were. But mm-hmm. yeah, I do worry about the weight. As well. Yeah, I don't want I don't want that to change because I love that about this phone so much. Uh, it's like it's easy to forget because it's, you just live with that every day. But if you know we were getting rid of the old phones, and it's like, oh wow, that's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorite things about this phone is is the weight of it. It just feels so good to hold. It's really nice. I've been using it without a case recently, and it's so good. Like a like a like a like a champ, you know, like it's a the gentleman. best way to live. Like, it is the best way to live. No case on the iPhone, just mm-hmm. as Steve intended. Wow. And you don't you don't even have Apple Care. Who needs it? 
they just lie to you and, and they say that they'll fix your phone, but they won't. And then they call you a liar and a cheat and a fraud because you have scratches on your phone. And you just want to pay them to replace it, but they won't do it. Did they say all of those things to you? Effectively, yes. Yeah, they did. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that photo's in Discord now. It took me a while to get it airdropped. Yeah, okay. So. Do you have a link for me to add to the show notes? It's already in the show notes, son. Oh, wow. Look at you. I put it on 512pixels.net's web server mm-hmm. and then just link mm-hmm. to it. Get the affiliate money in there, you know? Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how that works. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you want to use Fastmail? Here's my affiliate code. Have you seen? Uh-huh. Uh, have you held or seen an original iPhone recently? Probably when I came to you. It's so good. Like it's, it's not, thick. Though. It's a thick boy. Um, actually, side by side with my 15 Pro Max, maybe it's not that thick, but it feels so good in the hand. Like the rounded edges and the aluminum and the plastic. Like they really, uh, they nailed it. That's a bit of an argo now. I mean, uh, it's of its time, I guess. Where did we tier list rank the iPhone? I mean, it depends on what, how you're tier listing. If it's on looks, no, it's not going to be towards the top. But if it's hand feel or importance, it's it's S tier. But we did do it. Didn't did we? we? Yeah, and we we S tiered it. We S tiered it. Good. That's good. Yeah, listener Ryan says, look how small the camera lens was. That's the first thing I think every time I pick this thing up. It is microscopic compared to the camera bump on, on the modern phones. Yeah, I know that people like they they pine for that, right? But it's like, well, you could just have a bad camera if you like. like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, there's no way of doing what you want, which is and making the phone good to hold. It just is what it is. Is what it is. Yeah, the first iPhone didn't have video. Okay, now we're just reminiscing about the original iPhone. We have to move on. You are. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready to go. My, my last thing on iPhone size. Okay. Uh, do you think we're ever going to see a small phone again? No. Uh, it didn't sell, right? Obviously. Because they would have kept doing it. Mm-hmm. And they're making all the phones bigger. There's a reason, right? Like they just keep making the phones bigger and bigger and bigger because it's clearly what people buy. And in the volumes that make sense for Apple, there are other companies that can probably be very happy with the sales of a small phone, but clearly Apple isn't, or they would have kept making the mini. And like, I guarantee you the SE gets bigger. Yeah. I think the SE could adopt the mini size, but I think it'll be in between like the mini and the pro. I don't think it'll be as small as the mini was. No, it, the, the I think it will, the next SE, if they do one, will be bigger than the Mini, I think, and will be bigger than the current SE. Like, I and I do believe it will it will be good. Like they'll they'll they will put Face ID on it. Like they're going to go the whole nine yards because mm-hmm. I just I can't imagine they would ship a new product of a home button now. Oh yeah, no, for, for sure. I, I think that that phone is is a small phone just because of what it's building on, and like it will build on top of a new frame. And I wouldn't be surprised if that frame was the regular iPhone frame, you know? Could and be. And it just moves on from there or whatever. I, I, I can't, I would be very surprised if they created a whole new form factor for the iPhone SE uh, that wasn't kind of like building on top of something else that they've done. Hmm. This tier list is wild. 6S Plus got S tier? 
Yeah. How? Why? I guess we because have to go it, listen to that episode if we want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no doubt that there was a reason. <laughs> episode 404. <laughs> Not found. Okay. Uh, that was a little programming joke for you. Is that programming? A little web server joke for you. There you go. This episode of Connected is brought to you by NetSuite. If you have a business, you can probably relate to this, that when your business gets to a certain size, cracks start to show. Things that you used to do in a day are now suddenly taking a week. You have too many manual processes and you don't have one source of truth. It's never a good feeling when everything in your business is disjointed. Too many processes in too many places. You want clarity. You want one place where all the important stuff happens. The solution to untangling that disjointed feeling is NetSuite. NetSuite is a software company that has developed a cloud-based business management platform to help you and your team deal with key business processes like enterprise resource planning and financials, CRM, e-commerce, inventory, and more. Internal organization is so important in the business. It's something I've learned over and over over the last decade. And if you want to make sure the cracks don't emerge in your business, you should know these three numbers, 36,000, 25, and 1. So what do these numbers mean? 36,000, that's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25 is because NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And one, because your business is one of a kind. So get your customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Having all the information you need in one place makes it so much easier to make decisions. I know as a business owner what a difference that can make and how much easier everything operates when information is readily available. It means that you can make smart decisions and make them faster. So go download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com connected. That's NetSuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E, netsuite.com connected to get your own KPI checklist to make sure your business continues to thrive. Our thanks to NetSuite for the support of the show and Relay FM. It's incredibly early in the year, but we are, I think, fully in Vision Pro season. I think it's happening. There's a lot of rumors that are suggesting any day now for either an event or a product release or something like we'll put one in the show notes it was the most recent um it was a a rumor from a chinese investor news service that seemed to indicate the end of january for product release but ming chi kuo has been saying that like apple is basically in full production right now and is expecting late january early february is an on sale time due to the way that the supply chain works I feel like everything that we've been told would suggest it was now. And I would say everything that I've heard, you've heard, anybody's heard from any source, sketchy or otherwise, is suggesting that like it's go- it's happening, right? Like now is the time. 
Um, and I am like mentally <laughs> preparing myself. Mm. You should be financially preparing yourself. It's all of these things. Because like, there's no world in which this is simple for, for me specifically, right? Because like, if I want to get one of these, there is going to need to be a trip to America to buy one. Yeah. Big, uh, big Apple buddy. Yeah. I don't think that's going to work, though. Like, no. I, 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 this is something I have to go. You have to well, it would if you send John your face and then he goes to the Apple store. It's with not your out face of the question. Um, uh, like maybe I could like make like a three D printed mask, mm. and John could take that and like wear my face as his face and like go into the Apple store. You know, I like it. He could like he could you know like the trench coat thing, like three babies in a trench coat. He could do like one of those. Like he could put my head on top of his head so it would be like the right size and then put a trench coat around him and like just walk into the store and be like, hello there, I've come from my fitting. You know, he could do that. Um, but I don't know if John wants to do that, to be honest. Uh, also, I feel like the the John experience, that is a Federico reserved thing. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do for me what he does for Federico. Like I don't think. And neither would I expect him to really. But I'm expecting wild things to happen. I'm also expecting it to happen any day now. Like, I've had it in my mind this week, kind of like in the evening, to be like keeping my eye on Mastodon, like our event invites going out. Like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's, I feel I, genuinely, I feel like next week there could be invites for the week after and I, for an event. I know you have an odd document here. Like, what do you expect? Uh, I, I think there would be a full-on event. W- what do you think? I, I do think there will be an event. At first, I was like, well, what, what would they do? And then I remembered that mm-hmm. in March of 2015, the event that our friend Federico went to, where they introduced the one-port yep. MacBook, the whole back half of that event was basically the the final announcement of the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch, of yep. course, was introduced in September of 2014 with the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, which they rushed through. If you go watch that keynote, it's hilarious how fast they get through the iPhone. But they announced the Apple Watch and then basically nothing. And that's the period we're in now, right? They announced it in June and like there's some software stuff happening, but there's no hardware yet. So I think there's an opportunity for them to have an event where they go back over the Vision Pro, but they start to, they, they fill in the blanks, the things we don't know. They give us more demos of, what software looks like on it. We get a better picture of what, you know, uh, what does it look like with the different straps and the the light shields? Like, what does that process look like? Giving us more information. And of course, giving us the price because all we know is it starts at thirty four ninety nine. What mm-hmm. does that mean? How much space does that come with? Can I, can I get more space for more money? We don't know. Can I get, how much is a battery pack? Yeah, yeah. Right. So genuinely, like there's things like that we just don't know. And I 100% think that it is a full on event because it's also just like, you know, as well as the demos from third parties, which they will inevitably have of apps and games and all that kind of stuff. Right. Which is probably one of the reasons they've been holding so many developer sessions. Right. So they can pick out some cool stuff. But there's also like, I think a lot of what this device is like to work with has not been shown yet. And I'm expecting should be part of the introduction of it. Like that it's not just an entertainment device because that's definitely not what they pitched, but it is most of what they've shown. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think that there is a bigger story to tell there. Like there is more of a justification for why this thing costs three and a half thousand dollars and why your company should buy it for you, you know? Yeah. Um I can think that there is still a lot of that story left to tell. And I one hundred percent expect them to do an event like an iPhone like event for it to give it the treatment that they want to give to it. Like this is an important product. Like I genuinely think that this is the biggest, most important product that has launched in the time that I've been covering Apple. Like more than the watch. More than way more than the watch. Yeah. 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 Wow. Like because we always knew the watch was going to be an accessory, right? Like I don't think realistically we expected that we were going to be uh, living our lives with just watches, mm-hmm. right? There is an expectation that Apple is setting that this is a new t- new way to use a computer, right? Like this is a computer. This one, like it's yeah. the, the the watch we knew was tied to the iPhone. This thing works on its own, like. It is a computer, and I'm. I find that to be very exciting. It might not go anywhere, right? It might be bad. It might be a disaster. But that's not what they're saying. It's mm-hmm. not what they're pitching. And if we're to believe what they're telling us, like this is the future of computing, I don't know that it's going to be. But it's clearly a. It's a big deal, and I'm excited about that, and. I I'm in the camp of like I'm ready to see how this thing is going to change everything. Like we'll see what happens, but like I I'm I definitely think that this is the most important product that that has been introduced in the time that we've been doing this. Interesting. Yeah, I think because I struggle with the hey, I haven't used it and you have, so your mm-hmm. point of view is different. But I struggle with the uh importance level of this product in people's lives we're like and, and again we have 10 years of hindsight with the watch so if you want about the clock to like episode two of the show maybe we were talking differently about this but 10 years in the watch has become very important to people and i think that's independent of is it a computer or not mm-hmm. because the watch isn't a computer i mean it, no. it is a, a satellite device even in cellular mode it's still basically a satellite device to your phone and they haven't they've loosened those bonds but they haven't broken those bonds over time yet so the vision pro is its own computer it can do its own setup it has its own apps it has its own everything but the watch is something you wear every day it makes a meaningful impact in your life health and fitness wise communication wise and i just am not sold on that being true for the vision pro yet maybe it will be but mm-hmm. I, I'm just unwilling to say at this point that it's the most important thing that we've seen in in our time covering them. But we'll, we'll let, see. We'll find out. Let me let me try and pitch you on this a little bit okay. more, right? All right, sharks, let's go. The scope of what they are introducing mm-hmm. is is as big as anything we've seen, right? Because the watch, right? So the watch is very important to people, but like in the same way that AirPods are, right? Like you couldn't imagine living your life without it right now. But if you had to, you could make it work. Sure. Right. You could use something else or whatever. But the Vision Pro 
is hardware and it's the start of a series of hardware that is inherent in the marketing of the product, right? That we know it's going to be more than this. It is a full operating system that they have developed with a new input method, which is eye tracking and the, right? Like the whole eye tracking tapping method, that's akin to mouse clicking. It is akin to multi-touch. It is a brand new input method, which will inherently create a new set of applications that work with that idea in mind where and and people will take to it very quickly and very easily because it genuinely feels like it's reading your mind it's so fluid right where like you're interacting with what you're looking at is such a natural thing like people are going to be excited about that mm-hmm. and it will it will generate new applications that we haven't seen before in the same way that the iPhone did in my opinion but it also like like the mac in a way you can make apps for its operating system or you can use ipad apps on it right so it's like almost like in a way like with catalyst on the mac yeah it's like you can make native applications for this thing or you can use ipad applications on it so it has its own inbuilt set of applications that are will be available to it in the store because they're available on the iPad and the iPhone and also you'll be able to make apps for it. If, if developers opt into that and we have heard that yeah. a lot aren't. Well, I don't know about We'll see, right? Like, we'll see. I don't know how that's going to end up being. I don't think that we can take any reports to that right now as being really anything, right? Like I feel like that's the thing that we can't make our mind up about how many apps are available until uh, it ships because like if you're like saying, oh, let's say Slack, right? Well, maybe they want to actually test it on a device before they check the box. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, like, why would they not just check the box? Like, what's it gonna hurt, right? But I don't know. Um, but the potential is there, right? This is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that any of the things that I'm saying are going to be the way that this device goes, right? But the potential is there. And it's what Apple is trying to make happen. And so this is why I'm saying it's like, if it doesn't work, that is also huge for us yeah. to talk about. Yeah. So like that, that's what I mean, right? Like I think this is the biggest thing that has happened in our 10 years of doing this because of the implications. It's either going to change how we use computers or it's not going to do that. And either one of those stories is going to be very interesting to follow mm-hmm. for the next 10 years, right? Like, it is it is a, a a point in in history is what we're entering into right now. And so I'm very excited about it, as you can tell, probably. Yeah, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be, and I'm not saying that I'm not. In fact, as we get closer to it, I've become more excited about it. I was pretty cool on it over the fall, mm-hmm. uh, but... Mm-hmm. Well, we're coming at it from a different place, right? Like, you notably have had issues with these kinds of products before with motion sickness, right? So like mm-hmm. you're just inherently not going to be excited about it if you're nervous, nervous that it's going to make you vomit, right? Yeah. So like that is like a very different place to come at than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right though. Apple is pitching this in a way that we really haven't seen. They flirted with this before, like in the time when they're talking about the iPad was the future of personal computing or your watch was going to replace your phone. Like they have flirted with these ideas before, but this one does feel different. And I think part of it is that this is maybe even more than the Apple Watch. 
this is like the thing that sets up Tim Cook's legacy outside of the value of the company. That's yep. the real legacy of Tim Cook is the wealth that he has generated. But product-wise, this is the one, right? The Apple Watch definitely feels like a Johnny Ive, Tim Cook kind of era thing. But this feels different in a way. This feels like this is, as much as any product has been Tim's, this feels like the one. And that makes it definitely more interesting from a historic pers- historical mm-hmm. perspective. Because if it flops or it takes 10 years to get good, like Tim Cook doesn't have 10 more years at the helm. There's no way. And so how we judge Tim Cook's time as CEO will be, for better or for worse, for right or wrong, will be wrapped up in how does the Vision Pro go? You know, mm-hmm. how does how was the launch? How was the first few years of this? And I don't know if uh, that was, uh, that's something that Tim Cook, f- how he feels about that, but he stuck with it for better or for worse. Well, I think the rhetoric of the company so far, and I believe what we will continue to see later on this month, next month or whatever, they are treating it like this is the biggest deal. Yeah. And so they either believe it or are doing a good job of selling it. And so I feel like everybody there must be understand what they're setting up, right? Mm-hmm. Like that this is the this is the contribution, right, to, to to society. Like this is the thing. You know, it's like, oh, there was the Mac and there was the iPhone and now there's this. Because like Let's be real, right? The iPad and the Apple Watch, they are not that, right? Yeah. Like, they are a big deal. They are huge. They are bigger than anyone ever could have assumed either would be. But, like, they are both building on the iPhone. The iPhone was not building on the Mac. It was its own thing. And, like, Vision Pro is has the potential to be its own thing just because of the way they are architecting it, right? And I think they want to pitch it that way because what else is there <laughs> and so like this is the thing and so we'll see but that's why i think it's a big deal because of all of these reasons like all of these things that they're doing to set it up all the ways that they're talking about it and the potential of it like this could i mean we've already seen it with with meta right like if apple's working on large language model stuff that actually ties really well with a device like this like with these kinds of devices like they did those Ray-Ban glasses, right? And mm-hmm. people thought they were okay. And then they were like, oh, yeah. but and, and even Zuckerberg was like, when they were introduced in the new ones, he was like, we were working on this thing and we were trying to do stuff with it and we thought it would take a few years. But then we tied our LLM to it, to it and now it's like a whole different thing that we didn't even expect. Like Because these things can see what you're seeing. And so this could end up being like that weird backdoor into finding some way of making a large language one will make, make sense for them. It's like they've also got this device that sits on your face and you can just talk to it and it just does whatever you want. So, I don't know. Hmm. This is what it is, though. I'm excited about it and I I think this year is going to be really interesting because of it. This episode of Connected is brought to you by ExpressVPN. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but when you open an incognito window... There's a little note that tells you your activity could still be visible to your employer, your school, or your ISP. If you really want to stop people from seeing the sites you visit, you need ExpressVPN. Think about all the times you've used Wi-Fi at a coffee shop or a hotel. But without ExpressVPN, every site you visit 
could be being logged by the admin of that network. And it's still true even when you're in incognito mode. What's more, your home ISP could also see and record your browsing data. And in the US, they're legally allowed to sell that data to advertisers. ExpressVPN is an app that encrypts all of your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays just that, private. ExpressVPN works on all of your devices and is super easy to use. The app has literally one button. Just tap it to connect and your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. My favorite feature about ExpressVPN, and I've used it for years, is the speed that I can browse, I can do what I need to, I can even stream media just fine. It is basically invisible to me as a user in terms of speed, and that is not true of all VPNs out there. So stop letting strangers invade your online privacy. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash connected. That's expressvpn.com slash connected. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N. Expressvpn.com slash connected. Three extra months for free when you visit that URL. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for the support of the show and Relay FM. But that's not all. There is obviously going to be other things this year. It's probably going to be a pretty big year across the board. Uh, Mac Rumors posted their What to Expect in 2024 guide, and I've kind of gone through that and picked out a few things that maybe we could touch on. Obviously, predictions the next week, but maybe this is like setting the table for that. Mm. Spoke about bigger screens on the iPhone. Uh, but there is also an expectation for all iPhones to be able to capture spatial video, obviously. Um, along with capturing video, there's also apparently on the Pro phones going to be a capture button, so a new yeah. capacitive button for taking photos and videos, which would be where the current millimeter wave antenna is if you have a millimeter wave iPhone. Let me look at my phone. Be around that area. So it's below the sleep-wake button on the right side. Yeah. Yeah, and so it'll be like on that right side, there'll be another like probably a little lower down on the phone so it's easier to hit. But yeah, like a like a button that you would just press and hold to, to take photos with. Mm-hmm. Which is weird to me. I don't know why now. Like I really don't know why now. Like why are you adding this to the iPhone? It's weird because it's four seconds after the action button showed up. Yeah. But, but if it's tied to photo video, maybe they want this to be more in line with the Vision Pro hardware because the Vision Pro does have a button to capture spatial video and maybe they want those things to be close, more closely aligned. I don't know. It's For me, the way that I hold my phone, at least in my right hand, seems like a weird place for a button that far down, but mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess we'll see. I wonder how much of a button it's going to be, right, as opposed to just like a flat area. Yeah, maybe. You know, there was that know. rumor that they were going to move to uh, solid state buttons instead mm-hmm. of physical buttons, and maybe mm-hmm. maybe that's this. I don't know. I th- I think I've seen reference to that that it would be like a like a capacitive haptic feedback button. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so like not an actual button that stands out, maybe. Yeah. an area i don't know i really don't know like what why now <laughs> like i really don't know like why are we doing this now like and i guess we'll see uh but other than that the iphone will probably be pretty much what we expect yeah. are, are you recording special video uh i did on vacation um do you get some of the so lamp I had some stuff 
Did the lamb get no, special? No, when we went on our big vacation. So when we went to America in November, um, I took a bunch then uh, just so I would have some stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't had... Like I want, if I'm going to do it, I want to try and create videos that will evoke a memory rather than just like a random thing. Yeah. Because that seems to be from all the reporting, like what really is quite effective. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's kind of what I've been doing. And I will take more when the time like calls itself, you know? Yeah. I have taken two spatial videos so far. So it doesn't okay. show up as a media type in the f- Mac app for photos, but you can make a smart album for spatial video i have two one just like i sat on my bed and it's like panned around my bedroom uh but the other one was during the recent uh bowl game that the university of memphis football team played in and it's from my standing where i where my seat was and it's of the team being awarded the trophy at the end and that one i think could be really interesting like i I did that one purposefully i thought before we, before we went into the game, I was like, this will be a good opportunity for spatial video. There's a lot of depth here, right? I'm in the stands. The football field's mm-hmm. way down there. And having... It means uh, a lot to you emotionally. A lot to me yeah. emotionally. It was also like mm-hmm. 28 degrees outside. So I can see my phone freezes when I take it out of my pocket. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, so I haven't taken... I've only taken the two. But uh, I am very curious to see how that goes over time. Yeah, I took like 20. Like I was just like making a point of it. Um, and yeah, but like they're all of a certain thing. So I want to try and get more, uh, the thing was, I, f- I now forget to take them. Like it was on my mind to do it on the trip specifically. Cause one of those reports had just come out again, I think about like people going to see them in New York. And I was like, I'm going to do it on this trip. So when I can look at them, I will have some stuff to look at. But now I'd forgotten about it until you just asked me. <laughs> so, so yeah, because like I I do take the majority of video in portrait mode. Like I just just how I take video most of the time. Interesting. It's also, it's also how I look at video though, right? Which is why I do it. Hmm. Man, I'm 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 flipping that baby into landscape. Yeah, well, that's because you're a dad. Like when I'm looking at videos, <laughs> I'm looking at them in portrait on my iPhone. You know what I mean? So like to me, video is mostly portrait now, unless there's like a specific reason to make it landscape, which is rare, I think, for me. Hmm. So I need to be more mindful of doing it. Okay. Uh, for the Mac, a um, couple of things I pointed out. Maybe you have something more exciting. I don't know. Uh, M3 Studio, probably. I feel like the whole uh, M3 changeover will happen this year. I think we'll see it across the line. Oh, because it will be what? MacBook Air? Uh, The Airs, the Mac Mini, and Mac Studio and Mac Pro. Eh, Who cares about the Mac Pro? No one does. Uh, I I still hope they do some sort of like beyond the Ultra for the Mac Pro. But yeah, I I expect that the M2 will be swept away. You know, Maybe at WWDC or even before. Yeah. In fact, uh, and then, in fact, to go okay. to go back oh. a section, oh. they're going to do an event for the Vision Pro, and they do want to pair it with something else, like they did in 2015. M3 Max, new iPads, early in the year, there could be something there. So I'm gonna. Yeah, I wonder. All right, so let's just real quick run through that, and I'll come back to that. So uh, I hope there'll be a new display. But I don't know, but I still want one. Like, I want Studio Display Pro. Like, I want a Studio Display that can do ProMotion. Yeah, 
It'd be sweet. Um, and then with the iPads, we're looking at, as we mentioned before, OLED iPad Pro, M3 powered, maybe MagSafe, some new accessories, and obviously a higher price. Uh, and there's also a revamp of the rest of the line expected with a new edition of a larger iPad Air. So that's kind of like, let's look at that as like Mac and iPad. My gut would say that that's just going to be its own thing, maybe in March or something. Because I don't know if that is that already. Yeah, I mean January feels early. Yeah, it feels very early. So, and, and also like I feel like they could probably just do enough with the Vision Pro on its own. I think so. Maybe. Too. Yeah. And and then you've got all this other stuff that you can give its own time to later on. Because it would surprise me if if they had enough ready to go to do it all in January because. With the, you know, with the Vision Pro, for all we know, they could say like, oh, it's on sale in March. Like, you know, these rumors are saying one thing, but we don't know. And they also doesn't matter, right? They can just say like, here it is now, and you can order it in three weeks, and it will ship in three weeks. But the Macs and the iPads, they have to be ready to go the week after. So, I don't know, we'll see. Uh, so, iPad. Not a, not an iPad year in 2023. They could do a bunch of stuff. Move to OLED on the Pros. Maybe the M3. Maybe MagSafe. New accessories. Um, so let's start with the iPad Pro. What are you thinking there? Well, I mean, it looks expensive and exciting. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it looks expensive and it looks interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, the software's just not there. It just isn't there. And, like, this, well, I'm sure, will be really nice for everybody that uses an iPad Pro and wants a new one. But, like, making a more expensive iPad Pro, like, I'm just not really sure where we're going, you know? I, 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 I'm just not sure that that's what the lineup truly needs is a higher price on the iPad Pro. Like, I really don't know. Where, like, I feel like a bigger iPad Air is maybe more intriguing for a lot of people. Like, I feel like that an OLED iPad Pro could be very tempting to me. Like, if anything's going to tempt me away, like, just a really nice screen on an iPad would, would maybe do that, even though I love my Mini. But an OLED screen is a very exciting prospect. But that's me as a weird nerd. But, like, I'm just, I'm unconvinced about this. Um, and because I, I just not really sure what's, what the story is. Then it's like, oh, it's like faster. Why? And the, it's now got an OLED screen. It's like, that's nice. But like, what for? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm yeah. being maybe unnecessarily harsh here, but like, I'm just, I feel like it's just getting harder and harder to tell the story of the iPad now. Like, I just, I'm just not sure what's going on. I feel like that's not a new question, though. Like, as mm-hmm. sitting listening to you talk, I was like, yeah, but I kind of felt that way about the iPad Pro the last several years. And that's <sighs> kind of my point, right? Like, mm-hmm. that it, I feel like it's become harder and harder to tell the story in the form that it's currently in. So if you're going to tell me that story and then tell me it costs more, that's where I'm starting to be like, I don't know, guys. Like, what are we doing here? You know, yeah. like, that. Oh, the screen's better. Oh, yeah, what, like the last time? Yeah, but better than that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, 
oh, it's more powerful now. What, like the last time? Yeah, but more than that. It's like, oh, we have a new keyboard. Like the last one? Yeah, but this one's more expensive and cooler. All right. And, <laughs> and the price of all of it's more. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that that is becoming a very complicated story. Yeah, I think When it is. there isn't like the, oh, and we also did this with iPadOS. Yeah. And like now it's like we're, we're giving you all the potential that you've wished for. I don't know, man. I don't know. But like, I'm like, oh, like an OLED screen might be nice for me for watching my YouTube videos on. And like, <laughs> I'm just not sure that that really is like doing the best for the product. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, yeah. All I really want out of the iPad this year is like for it to make sense. And I just don't know if we're going to get that. Yeah, I don't think so. It may actually get worse. It's, I feel <laughs> like it can make, well, it's going to get worse, but it could be like, there's an interesting story and like there'll be two iPad Airs, right? Like that's in, that's like interesting, but it is only going to make it more confusing. Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or like it might be that thing that we spoke about before. Like maybe they do what we want and it's like, oh, it looks like the Mac now. Like the la- it's like the laptops. Yeah. Two Airs, two Pros. Yeah. Apple Watch, you know, this is uh this is the year of the Apple Watch 10, assumedly, and Apple normally uses that opportunity to do something exciting. Uh they did it of course with the iPhone 10, they did it with the iPad 10th generation, it, it moved away from the home button and lightning to the new design. Um with this is the the rumor that comes back every few years that they would break compatibility with existing watch bands. I feel like if you're going to do it You've got to do it when there's a redesign. Like if you did, if they did it on the Series Eight or mm-hmm. something, it's like, well, this thing looks just like the old thing. Why did you do this to me? But if they're gonna revamp it and they have something that's actually better, uh, the boys on ATP talked about this recently. The band system now, the attachment is se- to me, it seems like it works pretty well. I'm sure it could be improved in terms of bulkiness and how much space it takes inside the the watch case. But this, you know, people were mad about. 30 pin to lightning seems like lightning to USB-C is less of a big deal. But if you like break Apple watch band compatibility, I think people are going to be mad because I think people, even though they're oh going to lose it they're even though an individual band may not be that expensive unless you buy the Apple watch ultra ones, uh, people have the bands they like and they move them between watches. And I think, I think if Apple does this, it's going to be, it, it could be a dust up for sure. It would be a bloodbath is what it's going to be. Like, it will happen. I don't know if it's this time, but, like, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah. Because I think that the Apple Watch bands take up too much space in the case, right? Like, in the physical space. It's quite a big chunk that they have to take out of the the thing. And this is the rumor that, like, you know, this, whatever this X watch is that has been rumored before is these things like it's a new design and what is seems to be unknown is if that is actually this year or not and that there is a possibility that weirdly this might be next year's watch like it seems like no one's completely sure which i don't know um but if if they do a new design like i I kind of expect that they will change the band system i'm not keen on it uh especially because the rumors are a magnetic band system which Mm, seems like an easy way to lose a watch. Um, I got on pretty well with the the magnetic um, band, but that's like five magnets holding it together. 
about one magnet point, right? Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I I genuinely don't know. But with this watch this year, we could be looking at potentially blood pressure monitoring and sleep apnea detection. Uh, there is still the rumor out there of glucose, but that's not going to be this time, I don't think. There's yeah. no rumors pointing at it being now, but that is still on the way. Yeah. Maybe they'll rework the blood oxygen thing so it's they're not uh, in in well, legal battle. With I guess the, the follow-up to that is they went to an appeals court and got it overturned for the time being. That is the follow-up to the... To yeah. the uh, what is the name of the company? Um, Mim... M- M- I always want to say mimosa, but that's mime stream. Right. <laughs> Massimo, <laughs> thank you for the mimosa thing. Massimo, it came to me. Uh, yeah, so they got they got an appeal. Uh, that I don't know how long it's going to last. There, there is a time to it, but I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Apple Watch, and then very quickly, just to run this out. The home stuff. I'm still hoping for a HomePod with a screen, but there's no rumors of this. Uh, I I also still want new AirPods Max. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, yeah. it's been it's been uh, eighty three years, you know. Yep. And I feel like with OSs, there's going to be uh, AI machine learning. It's mm-hmm. going to play a big part, just because if it doesn't, what they're doing over there and regulation, like side loading, RCS, like this kind of stuff's going to be popping up a lot. I just saw that um, Japan is starting to work on legislation, like yeah. the EU is about side loading. So like it's just going to keep hitting from all sides. Yeah, Apple's going to spend a lot of time in court and in front of legislative bodies in the next year or two or five. And I think it'll be something we all have to contend with. Well, I think that does it uh, for this week. Thank you so much for joining us here in the new year. As a reminder, next week we'll be doing the annual Rickies. We we have been grading our picks for 2023. Uh, We have a rule change we're going to discuss, uh, I believe. And uh, we will uh, we'll be back with that next Wednesday. In the meantime, if you want to find links to the stuff we spoke about, head on over to the website, relay.fm slash connected slash 483. Those links are, are also in your podcast player. Uh, also in your podcast player is a link to uh, the feedback form. So you can send us feedback or follow up via a form on our website. It can be anonymous if you wish. And you can become a member and get connected pro which is the longer ad-free version of the show we do each and every week. If you want to find Mike, he is on threads as iMike, and he's on Mastodon as iMike at Mike.social. And you can check him out on a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM. And of course, his excellent work with Gray over at Cortex Brand. You can find my writing at 512pixels.net, and I co-host Mac Power Users each and every Sunday here on Relay FM. And you can find me on threads as ISMH86. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week. They are FitBod, NetSuite, and ExpressVPN. And until next week, Mike, say goodbye. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.